I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're going to be deep diving into the world of blood sugar. Now we've done lots of episodes on sugar, blood sugar, what's it going to matter, and how it makes a difference in our life. Today we're going to deep dive into what is the technical aspect of it, how we can create little hacks to maintain it, and what our guest Neha Sahai tells her clients. So Neha, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm Neha Sahai, clinical nutritionist and wellness consultant. and i'm super excited to talk about this topic because i'm obsessed with it so neha and i met for lunch and we were discussing this and i was like neha the passion with which you're talking <laughs> about blood sugar and all we have to do a podcast on this so this is why this entire episode is taking place so neha where did your obsession with blood sugar start from you know what i was just wondering why certain people don't lose weight and we are taught in our nutrition school calorie in calories out calorie deficit this is what we are learned macros calorie deficit but all molecules of food are not made identical i'll make it simple what i mean out of it is with an example for example you take refined sugar and you take coconut sugar okay the nutritive value in refined sugar and coconut sugar is very little what is most important is the glucose and the fructose in it that may also vary very little so it will spike your blood sugar levels insulin will be released you know and i realize that with time it's so important to concentrate on this concept because i think our generation has way too much comorbidities and if not that something or the other with insulin resistance pre diabetes diabetic and it's happening to even normal healthy people believing they are eating within calorie deficit they are working out so where things are going wrong so i just started reading more about it and i think since when i was studying clinical nutrition as well i was obsessed with the topic of diabetes So I just dived into this whole thing, and I can't tell you my obsession is a little too much. I think, but it's such a fun topic, and I hope I can cover a lot in it. So tell me, when you were doing your nutrition course, right? At that point of time, did they talk about blood sugar in the format of you know health or weight loss or any of those things? So no, it was more concentrated towards diabetes, diabetes hmm. insulin resistance because PCOS is growing. But there were no hacks; they were very standard hacks. And again. the whole topic comes back lose weight calorie deficit calories in out macros hmm. but nobody tells you how the right way it is you go to a doctor and i'm not have nothing against doctors but their first thing is let's go on metformin glycomed hmm. you know nobody will tell you ki you know try food with myoinstol like try something else you know use these things that and there's so many women out there i myself i had pcos in the past you can't reverse pcos you can manage pcos so anyone selling the idea saying we can reverse your full pcos is not really happening hmm. it's like diabetes it can only be managed controlled hmm. and taken care of which you have to do your full life it's very simple you know to understand what blood sugar is i'm going to make it very easy okay we think sugar is the only thing that raises a blood sugar levels hmm. okay and we name sugar as carbohydrate but carbohydrate has to be divided further so what is carbohydrate divided into starch sugar and fiber okay let me make it easy starch gets converted to glucose hmm. which is basically your make it easier like potatoes beetroot and all those are starchy food Correct. okay millets are starchy food okay your grains can be starchy Correct. food so your grains your roots are typically starchy or yes hmm. they are starchy food and they get converted broken down in your body into glucose hmm. then we have something called sugar hmm. okay now sugar can be in your sugar which you consume actually like sugar. sugar it could be your fruits mm. or basically let's make it even more simple anything that tastes sweet mm. okay which is broken down into glucose and fructose okay 
then we have fiber which doesn't get broken down and remains as fiber mm. so basically these are your three basic carbohydrates which your body will consume and each one reacts differently with our body okay now why is blood glucose levels a topic today also i'll explain it again we are eating way too much processed food okay now let me explain you when you eat anything with fiber okay so most plant based food has fiber in it right because that's how plants were designed sugar and fiber mm. so when it was designed like that our blood sugar levels used to not rise because when you eat fiber it creates a mesh in your small intestine once it creates that kind of mesh your blood sugar levels go up very slowly mm. but in packaged processed food that to increase the shelf life the fiber has been removed so what do you have sugar and starch correct both have glucose both have fructose a uh, one has fructose sorry so obviously your blood sugar levels have started to rise more and more we only concentrate on the label on the calories which the brand wants you to see also mm. so you'll be 100 calories fabulous mm. let's pick this up but we do not concentrate on the other factors where how much sugars and carbs are there mm. okay and there's usually no fiber in processed packaged food you take a simple strawberry and uh, put it in the fridge next day you remove the strawberry you see it's mushy mm. right because the fiber is broken down but it's still there but the shelf life is reduced drastically hmm. so the best way to increase shelf life is to remove the fiber out of a product interesting yeah so this is what has started to happen to our industry hmm. and we have made to believe if it's vegan gluten free it is healthy correct okay i don't want to say the brand name but cereals for hmm. example are the perfect example of something which is promoted as low calorie healthy one of the best breakfast options people think it's convenient so obviously it's especially more popular in the western part of the world but i think today india is also really picking up into packaged processed food if you ever turn the package and try to read the label the first five ingredients are five different names of sugar mm. okay packaged in different languages different ways which a layman cannot obviously understand if you eat that and go out you will feel very good because you had something sweet for a very momentary point of time and your blood sugar levels will rise insulin will be produced and then it will be crashed very quickly and that's why you're hungry again within 1 hour or 2 hours from calorie deficit perspective yes you only eat 100 calories but then you're again hungry in 2 hours correct or even less than 2 hours because you've eaten something that's caused a very high blood sugar level to rise hmm. now you need to understand this concept when your blood sugar levels rise pancreas releases a hormone called insulin hmm. obviously to take it from the blood circulating now it can be stored in your liver where it's meant to be and then converts into glycogen which is a stored form mm. of glucose next it is the muscles okay the remaining what's roaming freely and happily gets converted only into one mm. fat mm. okay which which obviously we know will make you gain weight mm. this is with glucose okay now as i said all packaged processed food or mainly all sweet foods have fructose in it right now fructose doesn't work that way at all it cannot be broken down by the body mm. so it only converts into one thing mm. fat So it's very simple. Why this concept is growing and is becoming so excitingly interesting is because our fructose has increased, glucose has increased. That's the way it's done. So when you take a low-fat dish, yes, these two are the highest in it, unfortunately, because to make it palatable, the fat is removed, and all this is added more. So more starch is added, more other stabilizers are added, and the fiber is removed. Correct. So fat and fiber, both that stabilize your blood sugar levels, are both removed. So again, blood sugar levels are rising. the product may be 50 calories but what about the blood sugar levels is rising and crashing inside and creating the havoc in your body so isn't this concept so exciting or probably i don't know it's for me 
it's so mind boggling that we are such misinformation out there and unfortunately till you don't dive into proper clinical nutrition so when i started i had done normal nutrition i realized everyone is suffering from something normal nutrition not going to work i have to get into clinical so with all these health issues i started to realize that if you can manage your blood sugar levels well you sleep better you have less food cravings you have less brain fog you have trust me when i tell you this unlimited energy yeah okay today uric acid is linked to blood sugar levels you know it's not nothing got to do with kidney which was the previous information in our books mm. so that has changed your cholesterol triglycerides you name it and forget pcos diabetes pre that those are assumed thing mm. insulin resistant so these are the concepts all can be taken care of and you can just be a healthy human correct so that's what i always tell my clients there's no feeling than waking up in the morning and going through a day without feeling sleepy and have that unlimited energy i can't tell you because i experience it and i love it and there are hacks to it there are ways to do this and it can be very well managed by a layman as well mm. but it's all about putting in that effort to manage your blood sugar levels getting rid of all the misinformation that we have right like like you said fructose many people say ah, but it's fruits ka so it must be healthy it's natural sugar it must be healthy so we don't realize what it is that we're putting in our body also your table sugar your crystalline sugar is the only place where glucose and fructose is mixed 50-50 right exactly there's no other naturally occurring 50-50 so i remember agave had become really popular in the past you know and people said that let's substitute agave you know and obviously whenever someone wants to promote a product some of the research papers are always in that favor of it only correct evidence based and it's all that but the reason why when you consume agave doesn't come in your glucose monitor because it has more fructose than glucose in it correct and fructose cannot be detected by any machine hmm. okay so whenever you have anything sweet and goes up you should know that whatever spike it has probably a higher spike because fructose has not been calculated by the machine at all yeah. because again fructose can't be broken down it converts hmm. into fat directly hmm. so no glucose monitor no blood test can actually monitor how much is fructose your hba1c is also can't do it yeah so fructose is a hidden criminal in your body which you can't figure and by the time you figure you're already a diabetic person correct you know when people say i'm going on this fruit juice cleanse and all i bash my head against the wall saying that what are you doing to your body do you realize that you're not so the fructose gets broken down in your liver typically right it, it fructose is, is not broken down it gets processed in your liver yeah but in the end it only gets converted to fat correct. it's but not the processing really processing takes place in the liver so everything has it, to get placed in the liver but it's very strain, minor yeah. level that's happening it just gets converted to fat it doesn't get stored anywhere in your body hmm. so that's a problem correct so the strain that you put your liver through during that period it's crazy Of course because the thing is see when you have a glass of orange juice it probably you're just drinking sugar hmm. it has 25 grams probably a 300 ml glass of orange juice has almost 25 gram of sugar correct and people assume it's great because it's orange juice it has nutritive value firstly it has no fiber again why because when you juice something the fiber is gone and fiber is your mesh in your intestine to make sure your blood sugar levels are stable so you have removed the most important thing from a fruit and then you're drinking that and over a period of time our fruits because they're modified they are i don't know what all is done to them that's a whole different topic to talk about the fiber anyways in our fruit has reduced mm. so we're already high in more fructose and sugar than we were back in the days what our grandparents ate so the thing is you're only drinking liquid it's it's like having a coke only it's yeah. as good as that i was reading a very nice article about um, the apples that you eat are not the apples that you uh, that your grandparents ate right like i remember as a kid i hated apples because they tasted like crap yeah. but now we got honey crisp apples right we got those chinese apples they're so sweet 
That they yeah. almost like a dessert in themselves. Exactly, because they are high on fructose and sugar both. Right Correct. Now. You don't even know if they've been injected before coming to you. You know how it is in today's world. You don't know what you're eating is actual food or not. So what happens? You know, why is this a problem? Also, let's talk about when your blood sugar level rises. Mm. Why is it a problem? What happens? Yeah. Because obviously, a pancreas releases insulin. But with this constant fluctuation in our blood sugar levels, where excessive insulin is produced, we go through our body through a process called uh, free radicals. Okay, free radicals are not good to have because they create. Everyone gets few free radicals, which can be managed by the body. But when you keep having these glucose spikes, you produce way too much, which affects your entire body, your organs. Your body goes in a state called oxidative stress, and then there's another process called glycation that happens, where your cells are damaged. So these are the three processes happen when you keep spiking your blood sugar levels up, down, up, down, up, down. It is a silent killer because sometimes you'll notice that you have a slight swelling on your hand and your body, or you worked on the soreness, and we're like, "Kuch nahi, let's put an ice pack." But internally, things are getting damaged and not getting healed Correct. because you're having too much glucose spike in your body. So if you can try to stabilize that, and all these three things will lead to inflammation, mm. and we know inflammation is cause of all health issues today. So we have to manage your blood sugar levels in order for these three things to get under control. Hmm. You know, so it's very, very important to manage blood sugar levels today. We're gonna take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. All right, let's jump into the conversation. So, what are some of the hacks? What are some of the tips and tricks that we can start doing to manage our blood sugar? There are a lot of tricks. Hmm. Okay, hmm. and there are fun things to do. And we I think have it all can, the time in the world. Let's go and, through a laundry uh, list. Yes, huh. and you can implement it. Hmm. There's this scientist Jesse who came out with this whole theory, and I have tried it with a glucose monitor because let's face it, today they've become quite cool to have, hmm. and you can actually figure what's going on with your body with them to some extent. So I did use one. And I obviously implemented her hacks. Mine were quite stable, but my husband's wasn't because he never listens to me. And <laughs> I, I put on him as well. And I told him, "You try the hacks because it's much more healthy as a person. So by nature, it would be stable." So my number one hack, and which is pretty easy for whether you're vegetarian or non-vegetarian, anyone, is to start your meal with vegetables. Okay. okay, especially green because I think that's easier to do as well. So you have a small bowl of vegetables, which again will be broken down by your saliva, go down in your intestine, and create a mesh in your small intestine. Mm. So whatever you eat after that, the blood sugar levels will rise slowly because it's like a mesh, right? Mm. It'll control it because you eat anything quickly gets digested, will raise your blood sugar levels so faster. So before meaning like five minutes before, ten minutes before, or with your meal just so as the first thing. So preferably at least thirty minutes before because obviously okay. food is not broken down so quickly if you're taking something which is high in fiber, right? It's Correct. not going to just get digested. And it's not a fruit in the end of the day, mm. right? So it creates a mesh. So the best way, if you are obviously trying to eat in a good quantity, which is not excessive, I think doing it just before eating will work wonders, right? Mm. Because it'll also start filling you up, you know. Mm. So you create do that as your first hack. Now, it could be now someone will ask me like, if you're in a restaurant, how do you do it, you know? But you get greens in all restaurants. You get like now broccoli serving on the side, and there is no substitute to vegetables. Mm. When people come with those tablets with powders, it's a shortcut. It cannot create that mesh for you, for Correct. sure. So obviously, you have to chew and make this a habit. It could be even five, six pieces of it, mm. and it's fine. Okay, so now you have created that mesh. Next is your protein and fat that mm. can come in, right? And after that, last should be your carbs, your starches, your sugars, because again, now you have created a whole barrier. So obviously, you have vegetables, then you have your protein, fat, which all take time to digest, mm. right? Fats to raise your blood sugar levels really slowly. Correct. And last is your carbs and sugar. Hmm. So the best time to eat actually a dessert is post a meal, hmm. because 
if you have it as an in between snack or you have it just by itself it's going to raise your blood sugar levels really quickly again more insulin will be produced again it'll crash and that's why when people say we have low blood sugar we need to have a chocolate and these are just random people who have nothing to do with their sugar problems okay mm. they eat and they are like see we got our energy but most of the cases not a famished at all what has caused is a huge spike before and it's crashed and that's why you're feeling weak correct but you do have enough glycogen in your storage room you have enough glucose roaming around it's not like it's not it's just the rise and fall which has caused that feeling that you're famished mm. so it's very important to follow this routine now obviously if you're eating for example a bowl of cereals now how do you do this obviously you add some form of full fat milk or your almond milk or your nut milk over oats milk now oats milk is full carbs mm. and that's why i tell anyone who's vegan don't have oats milk have almond walnut milk Correct. because again there has fats in maintain your blood sugar level you load it with fruits you load it with nuts and seeds and you have a dish which you can still consume and your blood sugar levels are more stable it's like you putting clothes on your carbs mm. you know so like that clothes on your carbs yeah like, <laughs> it's not my line though as i said i'm a big follower of the speaker called jessie and she her whole theory is based on how to put clothes on your carbs mm. you know dress them up yeah dress them up mm. you always have to dress up your carbs right so it's very simple like today morning i had you know i don't eat bread anymore substitute with rice crisp cakes which are obviously also create a blood sugar levels to rise but it has nothing else but rice puffs in it Correct. i know that much at least mm. so i have that i put an avocado i put a full boiled egg over it mm. so i covered my entire carb with it you mm. know you can't always break it with vegetable protein fat and then have it because certain dishes are as a full dish you can't do it Correct. so when you go to a restaurant for example you're calling a pasta mm. again you can have a bowl of greens and then have your pasta you know mm. so again you create a mesh even though the protein fat are not really there in the middle of it mm. so creating the mesh is the most essential factor okay that's one of my biggest hacks to do and i eat a lot of vegetables i think my diets are also designed by clients like we are not cows you know but i said eat them because mm. it has vitamins it has minerals it is what because we are so obsessed with protein we don't look into that part Correct. you know to have good skin good hair you need to eat your damn vegetables absolutely so eat it hmm. you know i'm obsessed with the whole concept of eating a lot of veggies if you see my plate you'll be like what's wrong with her but yeah it is what it is okay moo huh? yeah moo <laughs> second hack is which i love to do and i again give all my clients who come to me is walk after your meal for okay. 15 minutes so within consuming your meal within the first 60 to 70 minutes you should move your body hmm. okay Now the theory is very simple you need insulin right to in order to take the blood glucose levels to different parts of your body right when you just start moving your muscles you don't need insulin because the contraction movement gives you the glucose comes there right hmm. so always moving for like 15 20 minutes post a meal will definitely blunt your blood sugar levels to rise hmm. so again that's a great hack to do to walk 15 minutes or 20 minutes post your meal people are crazy also who after 25 minutes of eating will do like 50 squats next to the tv but that's over obsession it's it's like you can't do that really in practical world correct so walking is good hmm. it will help and you can do it after eating 15 20 minutes later you can actually move your body and or just move around do things in your house it will automatically you will see even your glucose monitor your blood sugar levels will start rising much more slowly than it was previously with eating a healthy meal and not moving your body hmm. but you know how us we eat we watch netflix mm. and then we go to sleep mm. so the problem is just not eating healthy but moving your body Move after body. so 15 minutes that's all you need lovely okay that's the next hack you can do the next hack is if you are having now a lot of people will contradict this with me i'm sure is to have vinegar 30 minutes before eating your meal okay, okay? now there are biased reviews on things like that where they say it's of no use an apple cider vinegar but if you actually get a good quality one and actually check it now you do have a glucose monitor to check these hacks right 
so if you do take a tablespoon in a tall glass and have it with a straw obviously and then you eat your dessert or you eat your meal for example now you have to eat a pasta and there's no salad if you do that part and then eat it you will see the blood sugar levels do rise slowly hmm. okay now you know so th- this is another hack okay which i feel is usually works before dessert so for example you're greedy for a dessert hmm. and you don't want to like go through the whole process of eating a full meal and then eat a dessert and you just want to eat it around 4 pm which is middle of nowhere correct this is a good idea yeah but obviously this is a hack where quantity plays a key role as well correct you can't eat a entire brownie with two scoops of ice cream and expect that there'll be no spike it's for some apple cider vinegar yeah just because <laughs> just because she said you can have apple cider vinegar your quantity will also play a key role in this aspect because today we don't eat dessert as a dessert we yeah. eat it as a meal post a meal also correct okay we're not eating a small bite right anymore so obviously that will also matter your portion control so this is my other hack then there is like there are these small small things that you can do in order to maintain your blood sugar levels one of them is as i said you can walk you can do all of this but there are certain foods though they look blunt that don't mean they are healthy like mm. your alcohol will come will not show in your blood sugar levels but doesn't mean alcohol is a healthy thing to have yeah blood sugar is not the only parameter yeah it's not the only it is one of the parameters let okay. me make it very clear and all these hacks will only work on people it also depends on your muscle mass it depends how well you sleep it depends what certain health condition you are currently in hmm. it's not just something you can you know assume ki she's given these four five hacks to us and you know it will work it obviously other parameters also play a very important role correct you know it's like a deficiency of b12 will not process your carbs that well hmm. right hmm. so it may just change the whole game you know so there are other parameters but this is a basic healthy way of eating and living you know where you eat something which is more related with lot of fiber in it hmm. so it creates a mesh second you walk which is again it's a good Correct. thing to do right absolutely it's, it's something that we know but we just don't do it like indian culture the concept is 100 steps hmm. post eating hmm. which nobody does it but it's been there in our culture it's not a new thing you know apple cider vinegar which is an excellent hack again obviously your portion control matters so i'm clearing this because i don't want just people to start doing this and then eating unlimited hmm. and expecting ki shito said those hacks were there hmm. but it's not that simple you know you have to follow these hacks along with eating to some extent right and these know? are fantastic habits to compound you add together and they compound over time yeah, right as you also get onto your fitness journey as you start becoming healthier their output will be better Yeah and the biggest hack is put clothes on your carbs. Hmm. That's the biggest hack you can do. Hmm. Never eat a carb by itself, right? Because the minute you do that, it's done. Yeah. Okay? Then there is something start your day always with a savory breakfast and not a sweet breakfast. Lovely. Again the logic is simple because your blood sugar levels will rise and you'll fall and you'll be hungry full day and you'll only crave for carbs. Hmm. And again I said carbs are just not sugar it's starch as well it's also fiber which is nobody craves for it ever hmm. so it's going to be starch and sugar only. except for our gut bacteria so. yeah nobody wants <laughs> it much hello i am dreaming of fiber in my body let's i'm thinking of broccoli in my hmm. dream you know nobody does that hmm. so always start your day with something savory so your blood sugar levels are more stable i often do this personally myself and tell my clients start your day with fat first hmm. so that is basically a uh, coconut oil ghee nuts avocado coconut chunks Do the things you start your day with rather than a date, hmm. because that will spike your blood sugar and crash it, and Correct. especially in the morning. Correct. You know, so start something with fat. It'll hmm. stabilize your blood sugar levels. Your l- breakfast should be not pancakes with maple syrup. Hmm. You know, which is a standard way promoted, especially among kids. Unfortunately, we yeah. are giving our children all of this. In fact, a- that's an important one. 
यू नो वी कीप सेइंग दैट बच्चे के लिए चलेगा एग्जैक्टली बच्चे आल्सो हैव द सेम थिंग गोइंग ऑन दे हैव पैनक्रियास एज़ वेल देयर इज ब्लड शुगर लेवल्स गोइंग टू राइज या द ओनली डिफरेंट चिल्ड्रन आई डोंट एग्री विद दिस एनीमोर दे से चिल्ड्रन मूव मच मोर बट लॉट ऑफ चिल्ड्रन आर नॉट मूविंग मच एनीमोर आई मीन माय बिल्डिंग आई डोंट सी एनी चाइल्ड प्लेइंग ओनली डाउन एंड वी हैव अ पूल एंड अ गार्डन एंड आई डोंट सी एनी किड बिकॉज़ दे आर ऑलवेज इन देयर आईपैड्स नाउ Correct. That's the way they're living. In fact, in the UK, there was a big, big issue saying that the highest number of fatty liver issues were coming up with kids. Now, fatty liver is the same thing that happens with alcoholics as well. Exactly. Right? Liver cirrhosis and all of that was yeah. taking place amongst children. Yeah. It's because of again non-alcoholic fatty liver is more popular now than alcoholic fatty liver. Yeah. You know, and earlier that concept didn't exist really. Very few had that. They say, "Ha, alcoholic karta hai." Hmm. But non-alcoholic. Have it more again because your blood sugar levels are not stable. There's too much fructose ro- rotating in your body, which is causing a lot of health issues in your liver. Correct. As you said, because everything has to broken be broken down in your liver, and your liver can't process things like this. You know, you have a child. It. How do you maintain her blood sugar level? What? So my child, luckily, I never exposed her to instant noodles. I and it's not something she craves. See, unfortunately, we don't realize we are the ones who create these habits in mm. our children, and then when they grow older, we blame. Ki why are you having? Mm. I remember visiting my pediatrician in middle of my appointment some woman just randomly walked in and she said ki baby's eating too much chocolate mm-hmm. like chocolate kharita kon hai par <laughs> and then she just walked away because she didn't know what to say so we have started to reward our children with high carb sugary meals if they do something good correct so for our child getting something that mm-hmm. is actually they have won something they have achieved something yeah. and we have put that psychic since they were kids mm-hmm. and then we blame mm-hmm. the why they obese why they eating wrong but yeah. we had the control we went to the market and bought that Absolutely. so for my child i basically don't keep any of those things you'll never see biscuits in my house you'll never see instant noodle because for that accessible right i'm an instant noodle story so my friend's 5 year old hmm. was has never been exposed to instant noodles another kid comes home saying maggie you know like instant noodles hmm. instant noodles instant noodles so we get it and we give it to this 5 year old child she takes one bite and says chee this is what you all were jumping around for so It's like so interesting. Unfortunately, I don't like Maggie, which people find very shocking. Actually, I never liked her since a child. I don't know. Though I was a fat kid, I was not a healthy kid since mm-hmm. I was born. Mm-hmm. But I never liked Maggie. But my daughter tasted Maggie in someone else's house, and she couldn't believe what amazing taste it was. You know, right? All processed food, especially in US, there are scientists who are sitting and making it perfect combination sugar and salt. Yeah. So the dopamine effect of your brain gets affected, and you keep craving for this. It's actually a proper study on this. Correct. So the thing is, these. instant noodles you crave no one can eat just one is simply done because the sugar and salt content is so well matched together the crunch is created so properly for your brain to get the dopamine effect going and that's the reason why we cannot stop who eats 20 broccoli nobody will touch but open a packet of chips and 20 chips are over in a second right. why because they were designed for you to overeat they were never designed for you to have one piece of it and the constant ads the constant on your face And now the ads have become just—it's healthy. Hmm. And I'm like, how is it healthy? Do we eat any of how this? Ten percent less salt, so healthy. Ho gaya. But what about the hundred and ten percent salt that you've actually put in? So hundred twenty, you just made it hundred and ten. Anyways, going to the hack, there was another hack which I did not mention. One is if you are hungry in between, have a savory snack and not a sweet snack. Hmm. Again, the logic is very simple because blood sugar levels will rise too much. Hmm. And with this hack, is never have a liquid okay. as a filler. So I always tell my clients don't have a cold coffee without sugar because they forget milk unfortunately also has it but nobody talks about it so whenever you have anything that's liquid which is high in calories or high in sugar it'll again spike your blood sugar mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. it'll never fill you up and again within half an hour you'll be eating something i mean now i went to london recently and the new rule is they have to put calories in all the menus 
and i i wish every client of mine can read that because nobody understands they think the burger because they'll put it on the app in bombay shows 300 calories but actually that same burger is kept and now they've counted because they have to be super accurate out there it's 750 calories wow so you can imagine what we are doing with the calories in and out in our mind the concept is going on mm. but there's so many other factors our calorie counting is wrong our calorie burnt is overestimated okay we always over ah watch is saying 800 calories aaj to khaunge time to two fries to have but we actually not really burn that it's probably 30% inaccurate correct we are underestimating our calories blood sugar level concept is only out of whack they are mm. like wo to pata hi nahi kya ho raha hai uske bare mein so we have totally i have this misconception running around what being healthy is mm. and uh, i think someone needed to talk about it because i i don't think i've come across anyone in india talking too much about blood sugar levels mm. like i'm the only one who keeps talking about it to random people and they're like what's wrong with this girl mm. but i think it's such a concept that we need to figure diets so even my clients tell me what are the macros mm. i said please don't worry about that part see how stable your blood sugar level come back and tell me how you're feeling correct i want to know that in my second consultation not that weight kitna hi kam hua hai mm. you know let's talk about the other factors that you feel and when my client actually enters and says nia let's not check the weight i'm feeling great mm. i don't know what have you done i'm feeling light bloated with energy i get so happy i think those people become my favorite clients you know become partial to them then i love it throw away your wing scale Right? Yeah, probably get a glucometer instead. <laughs> you know what the problem with glucometer also, though a lot of people are now promoting it and it's considered, but there's a level you can do it. It kind of gets quite obsessive to keep like putting a phone next to it and keep checking it all the time. I think nothing should be an obsession. Hmm. Okay, we are living a life which we need to enjoy and having a bit of food should not be a perpetual monitoring. I don't like that. So when my clients say, "Can we put our food in a food diary?" I'm like, "You're not a child." Hmm. you will know when you've eaten wrong hmm. and again our nutrition teaches us that you should maintain a food journal right everything but how is that healthy imagine you eat every day manil one cup dal hmm. two broccolis hmm. i mean come on like why do you have to do go through that in your life are you such a small child that you do write this all down and they get shocked because other nutritions make them right and i keep saying no i'm not going to do it yeah. that's my theory because if someone told me to do this i would look at my food as torture hmm. and then imagine recalling that torture and writing it down And if you've forgotten, you're stressed. Oh God, what will she tell me? I forgot this part. It's not possible. Not possible. And you're just adding more stress. Like you said, what's the and point? And then stress will also raise your yeah. sugar levels. You'll get confused in the body. You'll crave for more food. So it's such a vicious circle. Why can't we just look at food? Like even my clients say, I say, when you eat something, mm. your body doesn't see you're eating grilled chicken. What your body sees are amino acids. Correct. When it's broken down, that your body is not seeing. So when you take any form of sugar, also it is in the end of the day your body sees sugar. which will raise the glucose your mm. body is not going to see that you know it's come from coconut mm. oh lovely you know it's come from this part that part it's not that it's nothing got to do with that it's got to do with the molecules that your body consumes and how your body reacts to it absolutely fascinating thing is that the body has four hormones to raise your blood sugar but only one to drop it down only insulin only insulin to drop it down but like exactly. cortisol will increase it adrenaline will increase it glucagon will increase it So all these things are increasing it, but yeah. there's only one that will drop it down. So why add to this increasing thing that's happening? Yeah, but that's the thing, na. It's not a knowledge that a layman knows. Now today, it's very easy for me to say all this because I I'm curious about it. Firstly, mm. I've studied it and it's my profession. Mm. But for a lot of people, they are like, "Arey, yar, what is she saying? It's so irritating. You put clothes on your calves. What does she even mean? This fool, you know." Mm. But the thing is, it's required today because, as I said, I think too many people are falling sick. I think. You don't come across anyone lately above thirty who doesn't have no health issue. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think every second person is there, or they're not aware that they have it still. Correct. 
so i think it's high time that we look into beyond calories in and out we look into and i get very upset when i see you know people putting it out there you know 1200 calories just having a glucose biscuit now you know and i'm like parlegi you know my cheat day and i'm like it's not making sense what you're doing it's not calories in and out but i'm not here to teach the whole world and correct them because yeah. it's no point who want to listen will listen to me and we'll do something about this no sh- learning about sugar understanding sugar is a fantastic trip and i really encourage everyone to be doing this yeah you know and these artificial sugars are a new thing that's come up where mm. everyone wants to use these artificial though obviously stevia is backed with good research i would say but again stevia if you get good quality pure stevia is it's a miracle now mm. erythritol has been studied but again all artificial sweeteners create digestive issues they change your gut microbe mm. so what has happened is i see these ads जलेबी खाओ शुगर फ्री में डायबिटीज को ठीक कर दो बट यू नॉट एक्चुअली रियली डूइंग दैट यू नॉट क्योरिंग डायबिटीज वॉट यूर डूइंग इज चेंजिंग अर गट माइक्रोवे स्टार्टिंग अनदर होल इश्यू आउट हेयर द रीजन वाई यू हैव डायबिटीज इज बिकॉज यू इट अ अनहेल्दी लाइफ स्टाइल और टू मच काब्स बट यू नॉट स्टॉपिंग दैट सो यू टेकिंग ग्लाइकोमेड एंड यू हैविंग अनलिमिटेड शुगर फ्री सो वेर इज द क्योर यू जस्ट बिंग अ बैंडेज that's you it you need to learn how to manage it learn how to change your lifestyle only then does it of really course make sense there's no other way right yeah. if, especially if you have a comorbidity the only way it can happen is obviously people do require medication i'm not saying they don't but lifestyle change is a key factor to get off the medication eventually absolutely you can't take it whole life yeah absolutely liver is taking even that along with fructose along with fructose i'm so happy you came and had this discussion with us about mm-hmm. blood sugar and i think clearly your passion for this blood sugar came out <laughs> in the podcast Nia, how can people get in touch with you? Where can people continue this conversation with you? So, if they're more interested, I've written and spoken about a lot of hacks on my Instagram, which is at the rate Nia Sai. Nia Sai, all these Instagram posts about blood sugar management and all of that. Yeah, yeah, there. I keep, I keep putting it up. Fantastic! Thank you, Nia, for coming on. Have Thank you for having time. me. Yay! Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashton Doc on Twitter and Instagram. We have a brand new habit coaching online course, quizzes, videos, and a lot more on the website awesome180.com. So check it out now. <laughs>